Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Whittlebits, where we take a moment to look at characteristics and virtues of St. Joseph and how we can model those in our lives to become the best versions of ourselves. So happy Wednesday. This week, we continue our series on sloth looking at desire. We have the freedom to choose, and those choices have consequence. Freedom in the right order seeks truth and discipline. Disordered freedom is not freedom at all, but rather binding. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Please give us the heart of Joseph, one of discipline, of seeking your will, obeying without delay, and help us to right order our desires. For we know that you created all things for good, and that there is a proper way for us to receive and treat them all. Remove from us disordered desires. Help us treat others with the same dignity and respect Joseph treated Mary. We ask this through the intercession of Mary and Joseph. All glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's continuing series on sloth, we look at how sloth is born out of our disordered, slavish pursuits of personal pleasure. This inordinate passion-seeking causes us to sin. Demanding and being tied to what we want when we want it, without care or concern how it affects others, or allowing our conscience to convict us. When we allow our desires to dictate our action in chasing after immediate gratification, we may receive some cheap and timely pleasure, but there's no security in it. It's shallow and chains us to our countless wants and cravings. Think about how we are immersed in our culture in advertising. When the media is not right in front of our eyes or in our hands or when we are with other people, what does the conversation revolve around? Are they or are we advocating for some new toy, product, service, etc. that we just purchased? Are those interactions loving or merely mini-advertisements where we promote self-interest, brag, or encourage others to indulge. It was recently brought to my attention that the vehicle advertisers use to entice people are the seven deadly sins to appeal to our weakness, our lust, our greed, all that makes us more comfortable right now in our sin. Advertising comes from the root words ad and verse, which means to turn towards. It is an attempt to call action to something that makes people aware of it, which in of itself is not a bad thing. We can use advertising for good. We can bring attention to Jesus, for example, to his dying and resurrection for our sins, the kerygma. Yet in our fallen nature, we have taken and skewed this for evil. Because we succumb to comparison, we have used advertising to prey on each other and use it instead to put others down or raise ourselves above them. In other cases, we want people to be just as sinful as us, so we don't feel as guilty. Unfortunately, this has influenced parenting methods and created a generation where the children are put on pedestals with parents serving children rather than children respectfully serving their elders. In our desire to ensure our kids are cool or popular, we bow to consumerism and peer pressure. 
We are at the mercy of our fickle itches. In catering to these whims, we are teaching our children to be slothful, that they lack true value, and that they are only as good as their possessions or experiences. Now think about how easy it would have been for Joseph to put Jesus on a pedestal after all. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and that people marveled at him. Yet we read in Luke 2.51 that the child Jesus, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. Joseph wasn't Jesus' best friend trying to make him the most popular kid in Nazareth. No, he was actually working to keep Jesus out of the spotlight. This takes discipline on our part as parents and requires creativity and thoughtfulness so that our children understand the right order of loving Christ and people over personal pleasures or objects. It is likely we even know all of this is bad and may even be repulsed by this behavior, yet we still struggle to remove ourselves or deny ourselves. Just like with our children, when they are without direction and purpose and find themselves in a state of searching, we too can be enticed at same end. What are we searching for? We want that bolt of adrenaline, that spark of excitement, the rush of pleasure. But what we need is a jolt of purpose. Not something to amuse our weary souls, but rather to inflame them with Christ's love. Refuse the zombieism, the wild, empty cravings, the shallow impulses, the draw to narcissism. Stop looking over the fence, stop comparing, stop desiring to be someplace else, doing something else. Don't fall into the dissatisfaction of where you are or what you have and into the illusion that this world can fulfill your desires. Take responsibility, shake off the me first mentality and persevere. Show gratitude for what you do have. Be creative in the way you care for things in a good way, in a right ordered way. I doubt Joseph ignored Jesus during his work or during his free time. He wasn't looking at the neighbor or wishing he had his job or his house. He wasn't looking to escape his current poor circumstances. He was resolute, not fantasizing. Perseverance is not blind stoicism. It's not procrastination. It is not feeling like we cannot deny ourselves, that we are too weak, or that it is out of our control. It is an active orientation towards God. It is a working, a sacrificing, an obedience to know God's will and follow it. It is to value and offer yourself, your work, your actions, your leisure, and communion with God for the good of all things. When you fall to this type of sloth, you are chained to a never-ending, never-satisfied, bottomless pit of personal hell. There is no freedom in this place, only sadness and despair. You are enslaved to yourself. You may find yourself ashamed and trying to cover up your sins or trying to explain them away, yet they never leave you. Take responsibility for your actions. Accept responsibility for your sins. We are ordered to imitate Jesus, to be like Joseph, to strive for perfection, which demands a lot and should not allow any time for sloth. Yet we are not capable of this on our own. We must lean into Christ. We must actively depend on grace. We must not lower the bar for what God can do with and through us. Lord, you are worthy of all praise and efforts. We thank you for creating us with free will to choose to love you and others. Bless us with a Joseph-like selflessness 
and a desire to persevere in working toward right ordering our desires and directing them towards all that is true, good, and beautiful in full alignment with your will. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Until next time, go to Joseph.